Welcome to the No More Late Fees podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Jackie. And we're just two best friends and ex-Blockbuster employees rewatching some of the best and worst movies from the late 90s and early 2000s. This week, we are about to get our nerd on with the Disney father-son classic, A Goofy Movie. And we have our special guest, Maya, here to join us. Welcome. Thank you so much. Hi. (laughs) And if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to our trailer yet to get a little get to know Amaya a little bit better pause go check it out and then come back (laughs) (laughs) but if if you just want to get through this episode and check it out later Amaya is one of our wonderful mutuals on TikTok she's also an actress and uh, be still my heart another 90s enthusiast so we're very happy to have her on for her favorite movie one of her it's is it your favorite favorite movie of all time or just your favorite Disney movie I say it's my favorite Disney movie but sometimes I'm like is it just my favorite movie (laughs) it might be it might be but it's like yeah it's an E.T. Jurassic Park goofy movie those three like golden yes (laughs) love it (laughs) yes and if you want to support the podcast head on over to patreon.com slash no more late fees You can find exclusive content, stickers, Ask Me Anythings, polls, bonus videos, live Spotify playlists, and we will begin doing a Patreon exclusive closing time, which will be almost like a happy hour, like you close the store and go out with your friends and chat with some of our past guests, some of our new friends that we've made, some of our old friends that we've had. And so it should be a really good time. Well, unless you've been living under a rock, which I mean, surprisingly, I've met a few people who have never seen a Goofy movie. So let me tell you a little bit about it. (laughs) I know, shock, but it's true. A Goofy movie is the 1995 Disney animated comedy adventure. The film is actually based on the television series Goof Troop, which if you're not a 90s kid and you, if you're a 90s kid and you don't know this, I, I, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know what to say. The movie takes place three years after the events of the show. It follows Goofy and his son, Max, who is now in high school and revolves around the father-son relationship between the two as Goofy embarks on a misguided mission to bond with his son by taking him on a cross-country fishing trip. Starring Bill Farmer, Jason Marsden, Jim Cummings, Kelly Martin, Rob Paulson, Polly Shore, Jenna Von Oy, and Wallace Shawn. Written by Jim Magan, Chris Matheson, and Brian Pimentel. Directed by Kevin Lima, and you can watch it on Disney+. Plus. But before we get started, let's get into our ratings rewind. So you know the drill. Before we get into the movie, we'll reveal the rating our Y2K versions of our Y2K versions of ourselves would give. Then at the end, we'll see if our current selves agree with their initial rating. Our scale consists of would buy it, would buy it again. The best would play on repeat. Five day rental. Would watch again. Two day rental. Yeah, okay, but nothing to write home about. And same day rental. Get those glad bags ready because it's trash. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. (laughs) All right, Amaya, what's your Y2K rating? Oh man, my Y2K rating. I was just so pumped to see it as a kid and I was just so excited and I loved it, loved it. So I'm just going to say 
would buy it would buy it again definitely how about you Jackie what's your rating I have a very special memory of this movie when I was younger my I would take my my youngest cousins and my brother are all boys and I was kind of tasked with watching them over the summer and so we took a little walk and field trip to the movie theater and we were the only ones in the theater to see a goofy movie because it was a noon movie on a Tuesday or something and they were bored before the previews because I don't know I didn't time management while and we got there really really early (laughs) and so they like spent their time waiting for the movie to start like tumbling down the aisles because it wasn't stadium seating at that time it was just like slightly sloped theater and so they were just like do somersaults down the aisles and like run back up the aisles and do it again and one of those cousins was mark who is on uh episode 21 or jay and silent bob episode so i i I, I love that story (laughs) i I said jackie's like the worst babysitter ever but (laughs) But, they were happy and Mark still remembers that. And he was really little. I mean, he was born in 90, I think. So he was like four or five oh, yeah. when I took Aww. him. So mm-hmm. he remembers it. So that's awesome. So it was definitely a would buy it. We really, really love this movie. I own the soundtrack. Yes. I sing every song from top <laughs> to bottom. Yes. It's amazing. My people. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I I had to go run and get this prop. And of course, my green screen is not showing it, which is very sad because Aww. I'm very proud of my, oh, my clamshell VHS of this movie. God Aww. dang it. There it is. Can you put it in front of your face? Oh, my. oh there, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So oh, you have nice. Nice. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to definitely nice. do a video of just opening the chest that has all of my VHSs Ooh. because I have Mulan. I have everything in there I it's crazy and you know these are these are collectibles for sure so I guess we're all riding the wood by it train yes (laughs) Mm -hmm. love this so let's get into the box office of this movie so the budget for this movie was 18 million dollars and it made 37.6 million dollars worldwide and for a Disney movie not great a Disney animated Mm -hmm. movie yeah This movie was kind of panned as a loss for Disney at the time, but (laughs) luckily it did become a sleeper hit and a cult classic as we all know it to be now, but it didn't become a hit until it was on VHS. It was released September 6, 1995, and the audience for the film has grown and grown generation after generation. I think 2020 was its 20th anniversary or Mm -hmm. no yeah no that was oh 2020 it was it's 25th anniversary 25th or 25th or 26th yeah yeah yeah. it might have been before I think it was right before the panini happened they had Mm -hmm. a whole d23 special panel and I was there oh you were oh my god that's awesome that's amazing there it was so much fun oh my gosh I was crying (laughs) I was like Oh my goodness. And Tevin Campbell performed as Powerline. Well, not as Powerline, but yeah, he performed. He had the dancers around him and stuff, right? I saw the videos. Okay. It was crazy. And Jason hooked me up with a ticket. So the whole thing was just full. It was just like, it was just too much for me. I just couldn't, I couldn't deal. I was just like, I almost like, I'm like, oh my God. I was crying. It was so much fun. But definitely look, yeah, on, uh, so I think it's on YouTube. All of it's on YouTube. So yeah. 
Oh, wow. It's That's so fun. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Danielle and, it, and, o- over, and I over here, when you said you went, we both clutched our pearls. You're <laughs> <laughs> we like, my Lord, my Lord, my heart <laughs> can barely take it. I could barely, like, it's like, if you could ever be like jealous of your past, I'm like, I'm jealous of past me. I want to go back there and do it again. It was so fun. I want to do it again. It was so fun. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. Well, and it's, you, um, it's interesting that you said that it didn't really, like, it wasn't a hit for Disney, but it's actually wasn't produced by Disney Animation Studios, which does the majority of Disney's right. releases. It was uh, released under, I think it was Disney Toons Studios. Mm-hmm. So that was more reserved for all of the like straight <laughs> or all of the sequels are released right. under that studio. So it didn't even get its full like Disney Animation Studios. Well, yeah, it wasn't a fish, an official, yeah, like there's 36 animated classic, whatever. Right. It wasn't one of those. So yeah, it's kind of in its weird own little category if, if that makes sense yeah <clears throat> and it got there because there was a shift in um, leadership so mm-hmm. at the t- at the time if I'm not incorrect I think it's Katzenberg was in charge at the time and mm-hmm. it was his idea of of the movie he was the chairman of Walt Disney Studios at the time and he felt distant from his daughter. So he decided to go on a road trip with her and that actually brought them closer together. So that was kind of where the idea sprung from. But in the process, because we know, well, I didn't say this yet, but the, this movie took a long time to create, to get made. I mean, that happens a lot with animation as a whole, but I think they started recording in 1992 and it wrapped in early 1995. So they spent wow. a few years on this one. By the time that it was coming out, there was a shift. Katzenberg was gone. So that really stunted the marketing for the movie because mm. this movie did not have a lot of, mar- like there wasn't a lot of marketing materials that Mm-mm. or merch that was released for this movie. And that was mm-hmm. all because of the like leadership changes that happened once Katzenberg left. So I think it really hurt the movie because mm-hmm. they weren't really marketing it properly. So mm-hmm. I know, I think Burger King had uh, a line of toys for it. I have one of them, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than that and a few other pieces, it, it really didn't have like the full Disney marketing behind it. So I, I think that also hurt it. But you know what? Mm-hmm. We still rallied through. We still pushed yep. through, made it mm-hmm. a sleeper hit. Definitely. Yeah, I think for the most part, it really found its audience once it was on VHS and was readily available to all of our, all the millennial consumers. (laughs) And even in, um, even on TV too, because I remember when on Disney channel and and ABC family and, and, and their other sister channel, what it was Toon Disney, Goofy movie was almost on every day. Yeah. I feel like definitely that had a big um, part to play in it too. Cause I remember you could see with the guide and like what was coming on and it would say goofy movie at least every day on one of those channels. Yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness, living the dream. It's always just on TV. It was a lie, it was, but it was awesome. Yeah. I actually really, really loved the second movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, 
this might be controversial, but I think I like the second movie better than I like the first movie. I think it's also the soundtrack because I know there was a lot of original songs in this one, but the mm-hmm. second one had a ton of disco and I went through a phase, yeah. right? Like I was obsessed <laughs> with the seventies at one point in time. <laughs> and so I was really digging that, like the vibe yes. of that movie. So a Cleopatra song. <laughs> Cle- I love that. Yeah. No, the second one is amazing too. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, Jackie, ready to dive in? Ready. We open up the movie and it's as the titles are coming up, we get that class goofy yell. And then it is this really weird sequence that doesn't fit into the rest of the movie where Max be dreaming and he's dreaming of Roxanne. <laughs> and okay, so <laughs> I have watched this movie a ton of times and I saw TikTok. Someone said, the beginning of a goofy movie is Max having a wet dream. <laughs> Why did you make that me? I think I saw that oh. one, yeah. <laughs> and so when I was rewatching it for this episode, I did pay a little bit more attention. And here's what I, the Tell evidence me. that I pulled from this scene. <laughs> He's sleeping. Mm-hmm. He's walking through a field. And then he, you know, parts through and mm-hmm. he sees Roxanne. Where is Roxanne, by the way? She's guys? up on a pedestal. Is it a mm-hmm. pedestal or is it a phallic-like statue? Oh my God. I just had him putting her up on a pedestal. <laughs> it wasn't a flower. It was literally this statue thing. Danielle, that- what do you oh think a pedestal God. is? I know it's a pedestal. I understand what you're saying, but I feel like why did it? I get like it was. So, so, so you're saying that I'm not. I'm is not, a I'm not saying, is a visual represent representation of Roxanne right in that D. Oh my god. Okay, so I'm just telling you the evidence that I was able to pick up. And mm-hmm. let's not forget, this is from the same studio that put the dicks on the Little Mermaid That's uh, cover. True. And all the different things we've picked up over the years. <laughs> they nasty. Yeah. And they do yeah. it under our noses. <laughs> right. So there's that. Roxanne is also wearing all white, which we all mm-hmm. know signifies virginity. And when yeah. she mm-hmm. falls off the pedestal, she falls on top of Max. Right. <laughs> and then... Mm-hmm. And then when you see them again, they're both laying around flowers, like Mm. flowering. And yeah, they're just romping around. It's just, watch that scene again. And you tell me, you tell me it's all innocent and butterflies. (laughs) Mm. I'm just, I'm just, I I can see it. I can see it. And then it turns into a nightmare. Yes. It it turns into all of Max's kind of like (laughs) teeth, big snout. Like essentially he turns into his dad. Yeah. As the hook. And then turned into his dad. He walks in. (laughs) And I think that could speak to him going through puberty and evolving into a man. And who is the only man in his life? It's his dad and he's embarrassed by him. So it's, it's his literal worst fear. Um, but sorry, you already doing it, bruh. It's, <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> <What happened? laughs> so 
Max wakes up from his dream. Goofy is walking around in a, a, a towel and like his hair wrapped, question mark. His ears mm-hmm. wrapped. <laughs> his hair wrapped. <laughs> like singing a little duh, 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 and vacuuming. Like, mm-hmm. and he's just like, good morning, son. Right. I could recite this whole movie. <laughs> same same. it's uh, playing playing it in my mind yes (laughs) and it all like I have not watched this movie in a while and like it's like a day hasn't gone by Mm -hmm. (laughs) well it was Um, one of it was definitely one of the movies that you would play when we were at Blockbuster it was one of the kid-friendly approved movies that we could watch or have playing while we were working yes so it's mm-hmm. definitely in my head because of that as well <laughs> yeah. so, so cool max is awake trying to get his bearings his phone rings it's the mickey mouse phone how mm-hmm. many mickey Stay. mouses did you spot in this movie why uh, are there three, three or four I, i'm just asking i have no idea so oh, yeah, phone phone was he the, in one of the cars um, when they're driving on the open road? On the open, he's like hitchhiking or something. Yes. With, or you each eat, eat, eat my dust or yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something. Like, and then and then oh, in the the, the crowd scene where yes. Max is getting in trouble and he's he's first power line on stage and That's he's it. trying to impress Roxanne. Yeah. Yeah. There. Oh no, 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 no. I think it's the end scene. It's actually. the no, end no, because right. they're end. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. actually road tripping to the Powerline concert too. That's right. It's at the end. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So PJ calls and he's like, "Dude, where are you? You're late." Like they have some sort of plan. You don't know what the plan is yet, but pe- PJ is always in a state of panic and worried he's going to get trouble because his dad's a hard ass. Yeah, he has mm-hmm. full on anxiety because yes. his dad's an asshole. Yeah. And so Max is like gosh I'm late I gotta get going and Goofy's like hey you close can I do your laundry for you <laughs> and I'm like dad got to go peace and then we start the first song after today I could recite it I won't mm-hmm. but my coworker Brian pointed out he's like the way Max was talking at the beginning of that song it sounded like he was going to shoot up the school because the first couple of lyrics yeah. are they're laughing since I can remember, but they're not they're gonna not laugh, gonna laugh any, anymore. anymore. Yeah. No was, more Maxi the Geek, no more Goof of the Week like before. And he's like, mm-hmm. that that's some like that's scary. Uh, some vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've never thought about it that way, but that makes sense. And there's he, a TikTok, yeah, about that. Some guy pointed it. I was like, oh my goodness, it does sound like that actually. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it does. God. Yeah. And it, it's also you don't realize, I think like watching it when I was younger, I didn't really pay attention that Max was being bullied. I just thought he was yeah. cool. But (laughs) I thought he's got to be cool to be, you know, breaking the rules, getting all over the place. But no, Mm -hmm. apparently not. No. Yeah. And so we kind of see a a mix of all the students that go to the school. We get some Star Trek geeks. It was the first time that Star Trek has ever been referenced in a Disney movie. And that makes my nerdy heart happy. There's a a few facts that I was like, okay, I I know Jackie's going to gravitate to them. And and I made sure I stacked them in here. So I'm going to wait and see if you get to all of them. 
Okay. So you passed test one. Excellent. <laughs> and so they get to school and they meet, oh, it, Max is still performing his song. He's at the, the end. And then like, as he's finishing his, his song, he tumbles down the, the stadium stairs and everyone's laughing at him. So he was cool for a moment because he was like singing and dancing. And now he's just the butt of the joke again. And Roxanne walks up to him and she's like, are you okay? And then he stammers and gets nervous and then kind of just runs away. And she's just like, okay. Um, <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. Nerd alert. <laughs> And the next scene is they meet with Bobby, voiced by Polly Shore. I was mm-hmm. really, really surprised that he did not want his name to be associated with the movie. He asked to have his name be removed, similar to, like, because he didn't want it to be... Like Don Cheadle? Well, that was a dispute on, on like, top billing. He just didn't want to... He didn't want his name to be there. Something to do with Robin Williams and Aladdin. Mm-hmm. So he interesting yeah he asked his name to be removed so if you notice it is not let me look I'm wait why with Robin Williams and Aladdin I know stuff was going on with him and the genie and Ferngully was it during that time I I mean I I, I think there was just something to the (laughs) and I could be wrong but Mm -hmm. when I looked it up it didn't really give too many details but pretty much that whole situation made him want to take his name oh, off of it. So interesting. Yeah. Well, I know that. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they gave him autonomy because he was able to improv, uh, improvise a lot of his dialogue. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't, I feel like it probably wasn't creative differences. No, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Um, mm-hmm. oh, interesting. Bobby is kind of like the AV TV productions geek. He's getting everything ready. He's welding things question mark <laughs> he's yeah. doing a lot there's a lot of wires <laughs> happening there's yeah. a lot of carts of equipment a lot yeah. of falling <laughs> not a, a lot, lot of going coordination on. between the three i'm concerned <laughs> and, and bobby uh apparently um works for cheese <laughs> yeah <laughs> who would have thought shadow uh, cheese whiz would be his payment is literally a bag of easy cheese, which he very excitedly just starts squirting into his mouth. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> it is what it is. So now all of the students are in the auditorium. It seems like it's kind of like the last day everyone gets together, like have a great summer type thing. Stacy, who is Roxanne's friend maybe best friend she seems to be the student body president she invites everyone over to her house to watch the powerline concert that's going to be happening on pay-per-view and after she speaks everyone like is hooting and hollering and then principal Mazer, voiced by wallace sean I love him so much. So, so much. I mean, <laughs> Mr. I, Hall, Mr. Hall, yes. but for me, it was princess bride. That was like yeah, my yeah. first introduction to him, but mm-hmm. I didn't know this was, you know, his first animated movie that he voiced, which is so cool considering oh. how many more he has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So he's kind of, he's 
droning on and on on stage about like what to do to stay out of trouble this summer <laughs> you can have science sleepovers <laughs> science can slumber we, party can we do that can we have a science sleepover that sounds Ooh. amazing that might be our next uh live that we do while I'm there is just like <laughs> buy one of those weird kid science kits and like perform experiments so PJ having a lot of anxiety um Max is back stage getting ready and all of a sudden lights go down they pull a trap door principal Mazer falls and they start playing stand out and Max is behind a screen living his best power line dreams feeling yeah. really cool with all the moves and then he trips over some wires and busts through the screen and so now he's like oh shit everyone really sees me but like, we're going to ride this wave. Somehow he gets hooked up to a rope. He's swinging around the, the crowd. Everyone's living for it. And he pulls yep. it off. Like, even when he's messing up, he still looks cool. Yes. Yeah. But it doesn't Definitely. last long. Um, I do have a question for both of you guys. Mm-hmm. When you saw the Powerline character, which artist did you think they were emulating? Well, as a kid... When I first saw it, I I think I didn't I wasn't thinking Bobby Brown, which I know that's who they kind of based the character off, but probably like Michael Jackson mixed with Prince, mixed with Tevin Campbell, probably <laughs> like a little. I did know of Tevin Campbell before, which is very surprising, but I knew him. And so I I don't know, maybe that's why, because I just kind of knew it was already Tevin Campbell. I don't know. In my mind, because a girl was obsessed with some Tevin. Okay. Okay. (laughs) The episode in which he came to surprise Ashley on Prince, I cried. I cried because why the fuck does she get to have him come to her birthday? <laughs> and I don't. So I already knew that was his voice. Yeah. So I think in my head, I was just like, it's Tevin Campbell. But now yeah. I look back and they say that the influences, like you said, Bobby Brown, it was a mixture of Bobby Brown, Prince and Michael Jackson. Jackie, what did you think? I, I think I just leaned towards Michael Jackson because that's what I knew. I hadn't really been exposed to Prince at that point. Like my mom raved about Purple Rain all the time but I had never (laughs) seen it right I just Mm -hmm. heard of it so but now that I'm older and have exposure I feel like it's leaning more on the prince side Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. the outfit and the stylized hair and everything and the girls yes Mm -hmm. the moves of Michael Jackson yes because he Mm -hmm. does moonwalk quite a bit I was surprised Michael didn't ring up Disney and say run me my check (laughs) right yeah so anyway Max reaches out for Roxanne's hand about to make that connection and record scratch music off does the principal take off his classes I looked away uh I'm pretty sure yeah yeah pretty sure well Mm -hmm like unmasks him by taking off his sunglasses and everyone's right. like oh Whoa, we're busted yeah sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goof yeah. boy yeah that's <laughs> and love it I love so it. now max is in the principal's office and we see goofy works as like a photographer a studio photographer but like in a kmart because like a, a kmart special mm-hmm 
And Pete seems to be his boss, but is not very good at his job. <laughs> no, Pete was Pete was Michael Scott before Michael Scott, but a bit. So Pete goofy that he and PJ are going camping and it's the way he kind of keeps tabs on PJ and makes sure that he's like continues to be a good boy. It's very Ugh. sus. Like yeah. I do, it it doesn't make me feel good. Not, <laughs> that not relationship. Very, very healthy. Yeah. No. The way I, yeah. What bothers me about this movie is that <clears throat> Pete's wife and daughter aren't in it. And I never understand why. Because if this is a continuation of Goof Troop, they're mm-hmm. pivotal parts of that show. And I, I'm like, I love that his wife would check his ass and she wasn't yeah. in it. I know. I remember that as a kid too, because I was a huge Goof Troop fan. And so, yeah, obviously seeing the trailers and I remember thinking maybe they'll be in the movie because I didn't see them in the trailers. And I'm like, oh, maybe like, uh, what's your name? Peggy and Pistol, right? And, yeah, I think so. And so I thought, I was like, okay, cool. This is exciting. And then they weren't in it. And I was like, where did they go? Where'd they go? I wanted to see them, but I don't know why. And I mean, it could have been real easy to just have one scene where it's like, we're doing a boys trip. And then like the rest of this, the movie is just him and PJ, Mm -hmm. but that didn't happen. Yeah. They disappeared. I wonder if there's like deleted scenes or something that we haven't seen. Maybe maybe they're in there. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They they Mm -hmm. talked about a few characters that did some scenes and were scrapped like Chad. So Chad was in the movie a little bit more. He was supposed Joey, to end- Joey Lawrence, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he was supposed to be like, play a bigger role and kind of fighting for Roxanne's affections, but they scrapped that. So hmm. there, there are scrapped things. So maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We only see Chad in one scene. And I think it's right after Stacy invites everyone to the party where he's like, hey, Roxanne, you want to go to the party? Stacey's party with me? And mm-hmm. I was like, is familiar but then like yeah I had to read the notes to be like oh yeah it's because it's Joey Lawrence mm-hmm. and it makes sense because Stacy is voiced by Jenna Von Oy who they co-starred in Blossom together it's a little Blossom reunion now we see PJ is in the principal's office Max it, and Bobby are sitting outside kind of waiting this is where we get the leaning tower of because Bob's <laughs> unbothered he just he has his cheese he's in his happy place I just feel <laughs> sad because I feel like our time frame we're not gonna get enough Polly Shore mm. yeah I do really enjoy Polly Shore so now Stacy just- yet yeah, Stacy and Roxanne are walking down the hall Roxanne sees Max waiting to get into trouble essentially and Stacey's like go talk to him invite him to the party blah 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 and so Roxanne goes and talk uh, starts talking to Max and and she's like do you uh, I really liked your dancing can do you want to go to the power line or Stacey's party together and so now Max is kind of perked up like I'm in trouble but it may have been worth it because now we get a date <laughs> mm-hmm. definitely <laughs> And then the principal calls Goofy and tells him all this shit that didn't happen. Like, yes. he's like a gang member. He he caused a riot. Just and- remember how uptight white people would get about baggy pants. Baggy oh. clothes. Yes. Why? yes. And he was in a skin tight suit. It wasn't like, 
<laughs> well, Powderline's outfit is literally just like a skin tight yellow bodysuit, <laughs> right? That's yeah. long sleeves and has like some rings around the neck and the cuffs. That's it. And some sunglasses. Yeah. Well, Jackie, do you know what the inspiration behind the outfit was? I read. <laughs> okay, I, just pretend I, you don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know, Danielle. All Ooh. right, see now. <laughs> see, I don't know. <laughs> see, okay. Amaya, do you know what I don't, Okay, thank you. Is yeah. it, wait, I surprisingly know. What is what's inspiration? <laughs> thank you. I'm glad you asked in a very authentic way. From, I guess they were, I'm not saying mocking, but it, inspiration was from the band Devo. They would wear these oh. kind of yellow suits, mm-hmm. a radiation hazmat suits or whatever so that's where it came from. which oh. I just think is really odd when you're saying okay I'm taking inspiration from Prince I'm taking inspiration from Michael Jackson and yeah Bobby Brown that's, but I'm going to go after Devo that's so I guess he was just so a weird. blend of everything in life, <laughs> which is so weird I just thought of that yeah that is interesting Devo and then and then Prince and then okay that's a lot <laughs> Sorry, Jackie. Go ahead. No, you're good. Let me. Sorry, I'm highlighting as we go. So, yeah, the principal like was like, "You need to get control of your son before he ends up in the electric chair." Essentially, <laughs> and Goofy's like so extra. <laughs> Goofy's like, "Oh my gosh, I parents, I need to do something." And so he kind of takes inspiration from some toys he sees at his his work. And he's like, I'm going to take my son fishing. And so. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Been practicing for many, many years. (laughs) And so Max gets home and Max on cloud, Max is on cloud nine because he like goal accomplished. Roxanne knows who I am. We're going to this party together later in the summer. And Goofy's packing up the car. He's like, oh where are you going dad he's like i'm going <laughs> i'm going fishing and max is like oh with who and he's like my <laughs> best pal and so max is like oh donald duck donald like, duck no no silly what do you know and max is just like oh, that zoomed in like, <laughs> like, and he faints and like yeah it's so i good. didn't know that goofy and donald were besties i i mean I thought they I just this, were all this. Yeah, like Mickey yeah. Donald. But yeah, I get, yeah, I didn't know Donald specifically. Right. <laughs> I guess if you have to pair them because Mickey has Minnie, then Goofy has Donald. Mm-hmm. Right. right, right. But Donald has Daisy. Oh, yeah, that's true, true too. Yeah, I don't know. I, and, and Pluto is another dog, but but not but yeah but he's like yeah that's that's a whole nother conversation (laughs) so now max is unhappy goofy's like i'm giving you our like family fishing pole that's handed down from generation to generation why is max just finding out now that he comes from a line of fishermen (laughs) he probably (laughs) just didn't care (laughs) <laughs> his dad probably <laughs> talked about it and he was just like okay so zoned out <laughs> so yeah. now um the plan is to go to lake destiny to get away from it all as goofy puts it and so it, from the map 
and and goofy has this old map from like when his dad used to take him fishing when he was little so according to the map they live in columbus ohio and they're going to the west coast of the united mm-hmm. states mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and and max is like i don't want to go this is stupid i don't want to do this and so goofy starts laying around real thick like okay i guess i'll go all alone <laughs> and i'll fish all alone and so max was like i i guess so <laughs> sure <laughs> and call donald yeah <laughs> um and so that obviously doesn't work to convince max and so it was kind of just an argument and finally goofy's just like get in the damn car we're going fishing <laughs> and so max is very pouty in the passenger seat and i guess max convinces his dad to swing by Roxanne's house so that he can at least tell her I can't go to Stacy's party with you and so he goes and her dad doesn't her dad just grunts he's very intimidating but Max is able to talk to Roxanne and tell her that um he's supposed to tell her the truth but instead what happens is she's like oh I'll just I'll find someone else to go with. And he doesn't want that to happen. So he makes up this story about how his dad and Powerline used to be in a band together and that he gets to be on stage during the big number at the Powerline concert. And I really hope that you don't invite someone else because I want to wave to you while I'm on stage. And so she's like, oh yeah, that sounds awesome. How fun. So I can't go with anyone else. So you won't wave at me if I go with someone else. What, what, kind, of, what kind of fuckery is this? Yeah, yeah what kind of manipulate? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> not not a great look, Max. Not a great. <laughs> yeah. Max ma- Max makes a lot of poor decisions. Yeah, throughout this yeah. movie. He's a teen boy, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. So now we are on the open road. So this is our second song and. Th- at first they're fighting over a uh, goofy tries to play car games with max max isn't having it and so then max puts his music on the radio and goofy puts his music and they're fighting over and they break the radio so then goofy starts jamming to like the beats in the car and then we get on the open road and now we're at lester's possum park Okay, I'm gonna say this, and I'm not sure if we've talked about this on the show yet. But Danielle don't like the critters, and I don't <laughs> care if they're animated or not. The, them being animated makes it a little less like me having a reaction. But I, I don't like this part ever in the movie, and I always fast forward it. It's it is my worst nightmare, and then. They all like gather round to heckle him. Possums are in his clothes. I, it's oh, very, yeah. very traumatizing. He's like and then, dancing. And you got to walk through this mouth with these teeth. Oh, no. <laughs> Not loving it. And Not it's loving like, it. And it's dark and stormy. That doesn't help the no. whole thing for you. <laughs> yeah. So I really, really want to sing the whole song because I love <laughs> Lester's Possum Park. Um, but yeah the only thing i will add to this synopsis there is a man sitting behind max and goofy 
that has a full on neck beard. That's all Ooh. it is. Just uh. a neck beard. Oh. I cannot look at anything else but <laughs> neck beard man. So that's the only other thing that I noticed. Mr. <laughs> Spossum Park. And Goofy the whole time, he thinks Max is having fun because he's literally, one of the lines is uh, like you've got a possum in your pants. Max, in <laughs> fact, has an actual possum in his pants and is hopping around and goofy is like oh we're having fun now son no (laughs) no No. situation yeah i I think i would have had a full on panic attack like there i don't (laughs) even know if i could live in this body anymore (laughs) yeah i don't know if i could do a skin transplant but (laughs) oh my god there's just no way yeah it's crawling on you and, and oh, oh jesus oh and they yeah. can't see shit oh lord <laughs> <laughs> your nightmare you're like my worst nightmare <laughs> oh it shouldn't thinking about it let's move to the next scene <laughs> so yes max gets very angry at goofy in the scene and he's like i just want to get away from you so goofy is listed and this is a heartbreaking oh, it is so, so they go and they kind of pull up to their first camping spot They're going to do some fishing practice and they have just a little like a frame tent, nothing fancy. Well, then here comes this giant ass RV driving Mm. them pop outs galore. There's a bowling alley. There's a swimming pool. I love, okay. Glamping. Yes. Before (laughs) glamping was a word, before Mm -hmm. we even really knew what that was, Mm -hmm. all I knew was when Jackie would say, oh, let's go camping. I was like, is it like, like Pete? (laughs) <laughs> he Isn't was bougie right? af right <laughs> he all manly man he certainly was hella bougie with his yeah. camping so, yeah. he had steaks i was hanging with <laughs> yeah why why is pj having to buff the floors <laughs> gotta teach the kids trip. to work gotta teach some kids to work early yeah. <laughs> so Yes, obviously Pete and PJ happen upon Goofy and Max is happy because at least he has his friend. Right. Pete has this conversation with Goofy about how like you have to put your foot down because Goofy's kind of telling him it's not going well so far. And Pete's like, you have to put your foot down, put your thumb on him, like tell him who's boss type thing or else he's going to turn into a bad kid. I just want to know, is it... And is anyone taking advice from Pete on no. how, to, how to rare children? No. Right. Right. So no. Social it, services need to be called uh, immediately. Uh, right. Yeah. Poor if, if, if his wife were there, right. it would have been a whole different story. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So <laughs> Goofy comes out and he's like, Max, we're going fishing. And Max is like, yeah, maybe later. And Goofy uh, is like, no right now right now we're going fishing (laughs) and so now they're in the water they're they're trying to fish they're using one of pete's steaks as like their bait (laughs) and they happen to catch bigfoot right (laughs) is what you're gonna catch when you're trying to throw steak out there (laughs) and not even into the water no (laughs) And, and and max is like it's fucking Bigfoot, Dad. Like, let's TTFO. And Goofy's like, recording. I'm like, could you back up, Mr. Foot? You're out of focus. Like, <laughs> this, this part 
always annoyed me, even as a kid. Mm-hmm. Why, if you have the fishing pole, you need to hand your, you're pulling in a big catch here. Mm-hmm. Why, why did you take the camera from Max and now you are doing the, the fishing pole oh, in yeah. one hand and you're trying and to record? Like that never both. made any sense to me. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Fair assessment. <laughs> um, so now Bigfoot's chasing them and essentially they get trapped in their car. Bigfoot has the keys. He checks them and they can't get out. He's going through all their shit. He's doing little sock puppeties. Um, <laughs> he was being Saturday a little night. extra. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. Danielle got her disco. I uh, did. I go. was very excited that there was a disco hit in this. And Max is like, hey, we're going to be famous. We're going to be rich. We got the only video of Bigfoot. Now Bigfoot destroys the tape. And in the process of Bigfoot going through all of their stuff, he throws a can of alphabet soup on the hood of the car. And so Max is very hungry. And so Goofy's like, oh, well, let's at least get you fed. And he's like, remember, it was Hi Dad Soup. And I guess Max used to spell out Hi Dad with the letters. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of like a little moment where Max is like, oh, yeah, I do remember that. And Goofy's trying to connect with him on some level. And so they end up sleeping in the car overnight. And then Bigfoot crawls on top of the car and goes to sleep. So they can't even like sneak out once he's asleep because he's <laughs> right there. And Bigfoot and Goofy both snore. So Max is awake. He kicks the um, glove box in frustration and the map pops out and a pencil pops out. And he's like, ah, I have an idea. I'm just going to rewrite this map to go to LA instead of fake <laughs> destiny. Mm-hmm. And- doesn't dad know where Lake Destiny is? Yeah. In there before. I think this goes into the category of it's goofy. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. He's just trusting. Yeah. And very, yeah. Mm, poor little goof. <laughs> and <laughs> then goofy. as he's like redrawing the map, Goofy seems to wake up, but he really just asks, how many cups, How many of, cups sugar? of sugar does it take, take to, get to get to the moon? <laughs> <laughs> I am yes. the only one in this episode who does not know all the words. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. This is like one of my favorite. And I and I have a high dad soup shirt. Oh, that I always that's rock. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yes, from Box Lunch. I love it. I wear it all the time. Can I ask a question? Because sure. I. Mm-hmm. All right, so mm-hmm. this world that they live in, we mm-hmm. we know Mickey and Donald exist mm-hmm. in this world, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. all we're seeing are the dogs. We're not seeing the other species of because, like, mm. yeah. When I was younger, I would love my favorite ones to watch were the Donald Duck and Daisy Duck videos, mm-hmm. and in their world, it would be just ducks. In, mm. in their like neighborhood so now mm. i'm asking is this segregation <laughs> and are they like the first integrated group of friends but they still go mm. to their mm. respective neighborhoods and i'm very confused because Ooh. and and is mickey famous in this world like he is in our world because mm-hmm. they have a, a mickey phone or 
is it that he was just a friend and he made his own phone? I just, I have questions and they don't have to answer it. Those are good ones. (laughs) The MCU and there's just a multiverse and somehow they cross the multiverse threshold, but we're in like the goof verse right now. Goof verse. But then how do they know each other? I, I don't maybe Mickey uh, has special was, powers who knows he was a sorcerer in Fantasia for a little while he could true, have broken true. the time that's true barrier <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what is this is this called the like Mickey cinematic universe right see you I mean it's Disney now so it's possible yeah. that they're mm. in the Marvel universe and there just happens to be a Mickey universe and a Donald yeah. and a Goofy universe. Wow. Yeah, my mind, man. My mind. <laughs> I, I prefer these answers over segregation. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That, that's I'm true, glad yeah, I made you happy. Oh, yeah. Maya, we lost you. Oh, no. And there we go. You're back. Okay. Okay. I'm back. <laughs> I was- my mom calling me. <laughs> sorry, mama. Yeah. yeah, sorry, mom. I'm busy. I'm busy, mom. Well, sorry for the interruption. I just had questions. It was yeah. It was- no, uh, that's a very fair question. When I was thinking that they were segregated and made my um, booty hole pucker a little bit because I did not like that at all. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Um. So now we're at a diner. Uh, Goofy makes this grand gesture that Max is now in charge of the map <laughs> and unbeknownst to him Max has changed the map and so it makes it really awkward and he's just standing there and all the diner patrons are applauding and so he's just like thanks <laughs> awkward but within this Max kind of or Goofy gives him autonomy and is like you can choose what we do leading up to like destiny he's like extending yeah. that olive branch and like and they do there's a montage of fun they go jet skiing they go to an amusement park uh they get to stay at some hotel that's like aquatic themed yeah Yeah. those water beds were cool and there was a little little mermaid uh light switch little light switch yeah yeah max picked some good places for them to go (laughs) he did and then pete and pj show up again why if you have an rv are you at a motel he had to power up Jackie <laughs> for free because he cheap. Mm-hmm. Yep. He had to plug it in. He's and like, well, have- you hardly notice it. It's like this huge, huge like cord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they're off course, how do they keep finding them? Because we don't have cell phones. They're not off course mm-hmm. yet. Oh, okay. Because remember that comes later oh, when okay, Goofy's okay. like, which way? Mm-hmm. So Pete mm-hmm. and Goofy decide to go for a dip <laughs> in the hot tub. And so Goof, uh, Max confides in PJ that like he changed the map and stuff, but big old Pete's listening, eavesdropping so on the combo. So toxic. Yeah. <sighs> and so then Pete goes and tells Goofy and like Pete tells Goofy the truth. Like it's what he shares is not unfactual. However, he starts gaslighting into Goofy into thinking that his child is horrible. Right. And he's just Mm -hmm. a bad kid and stuff. And it's just like, no, Max is a teenage boy who's trying to figure out like how to navigate. I have all of these things I want to do. My dad's still trying to make connections with me. 
how do we work that out? Yeah. And so, but Pete tells him, go and check the map. And of course, Goofy does and sees that it, the course has been altered. So he's really upset and disappointed. And then the next day when they're back on the road, it's kind of the junction of, okay, left to LA, right to Lake Destiny. He's like, which way, son, which way? Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the last minute, Max chooses LA. And so then now he's even more disappointed and upset because Max is now knowingly lying to him to get him to go to LA. Mm -hmm. Um, So he pulls over the car and they start arguing and Max tries to talk to him and kind of like repair some of the situation. And if he shuts it, right. Yeah, exactly. Say why he's doing this, which I feel like it sucks that he couldn't tell his dad, Hey, I like this girl. I made, I lied yeah. all this stuff. And he, yeah. he just doesn't feel, I guess, maybe safe to tell us. Yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. And so <clears throat> as they're arguing, they're kind of up on a hill and the car starts rolling away. And so Max is trying to tell dad, uh, goofy, like, Hey, car and he's like oh what you want to drive now too and <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love a sassy goofy <laughs> i know right had a little sass <laughs> and so they both jump onto the car it's locked they're arguing they're blaming each other and it rolls off a cliff into a river and so now they're just floating on the top of the car down the river and that's mm-hmm. the next song nobody else but you. nobody else but you. and singing max because jason marzen wasn't you know the voice of the singing max mm-hmm. but aaron lore was the singing voice and he's married to adina menzel <gasps> oh yeah oh my god mm-hmm. you mean you mean one of the bash brothers from the mighty from ducks? mighty ducks yes that's, that's what that's yep. what i know him from. that's what you know him from yeah 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 <laughs> but he's with yeah he's with the i think they just got married like a couple years ago or something mm-hmm. like that. yeah so oh, that's so, awesome yeah. yeah but yeah he's got a great voice and <laughs> apparently jason can sing i guess they just wanted mm-hmm. it to be more um of an actor who like a broadway actor yeah that's why they did it but mm-hmm. at the D23 event, didn't Jason do a duet? Didn't he like sing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And I was so excited because yeah, someone said, oh yeah, stick around. I think there's going to be, you know, another surprise. And yeah, and it was Jason and Bill Farmer and they sang the song for the first time ever together, you know, because Jason had never sang it and he had a great voice. I was like, oh my gosh, Jason, you totally could have you know, provided the the singing voice, but yeah, it was great. It was great. Definitely recommend checking it out on YouTube. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, and Goofy's car is an AMC Pacer. The (laughs) elementary school director, Kevin Lima attended, was located around the corner from an AMC dealership. So he kind of brought some of that past into the movie with him. Jackie has found clue number two. (laughs) <laughs> Danielle knows I love to point out what kind of make and model my husband is a mechanic by trade so I'm always oh. like pointing out or asking him what kind of car is that <laughs> and for the rest of us it's a yellow car I'm like oh that yellow car they had yeah <laughs> <laughs> So during the course of the nobody else but you song they kind of rep- start to repair their relationship and kind of start to understand where each one is coming from and they have a discussion about how max just wanted to stay home and goofy's like i was just trying to take you fishing and max is like i have my own life now and goofy's essentially like i just want to be a part of it 
And so that's why I plan this trip. So they have a better understanding and kind of are repairing that relationship. And Goofy understands how important this is to Max. And so he's like, okay, well, let's get you on stage now. Like we're going to mm-hmm. re- recalibrate and we're going to get going in the right direction. And I'm going to help you type thing. And as Goofy is like proclaiming this, like, okay, Max, you win. We're going to LA to go to Powerline. Max is kind of like, uh, dad. And, and Goofy <laughs> literally says, why do you think I'm always going to lead you into some sort of calamity? And there's a waterfall. So the car goes over. Goofy's able to get on the shore. He has his fishing pole. He's trying to catch Max. It's not working out. Is somehow able to finagle a rope and a tarp into like a parachute. So he starts floating gently down. Goofy doesn't make it. He goes over the waterfall. And but Max has the fishing pole now. And so he reaches into the depths of his brain and remembers the perfect <laughs> past yep. and is able to save Goofy from impending death. And it's yes. very scary <laughs> in this part. It's very scary because, you know, when Goofy falls, it's just clouds. You don't even, like, we don't even know if it catches. I mean, yeah. I just, why are we it's... out here playing with our lives? First of all, <laughs> yes. I know it's a cartoon, but there's no way in hell that these two would have survived the fall no. in the first yeah. place. The car, the fact that they're able to continue to drive this damn car, <laughs> how? Yeah. How, sl- h- how? How? How, <laughs> right. how does this happen? You're right. Well, only, only in a Disney movie, only in a <laughs> Disney animated film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> never, never. So now they make it to LA. Yeah, somehow they still have their car, even though it went over a waterfall. <laughs> math ain't mathing on that one no the math they kind of hide to get in backstage the security guards kind of catch on so one's chasing after max goofy ends up under the stage and Powerline is doing and yes. comes up through the middle of the stage and max is like still on the run and he's like dad do the perfect cast yeah. <laughs> and, and so goofy's like okay and so he does the perfect cast which happens to look like a dance and just for y'all who are just listening jackie just did like five of the dance moves so if you want to see that like go to our youtube channel at no more league i want to see and watch i had the thought of like how hard would it be learn uh, how hard would it be to learn the perfect cast but I have no rhythm, so I'm sure it would be very hard for me to learn. I mean, I could, I could be that, I could be the choreographer and be like one and two and the two, the two. Start from the beginning. And there's a point. So Max kind of grabs a rope and swings down because he's like in the scaffolding. He swings down lands on stage they all perform the perfect cast together his friends are watching at home and they're like that's my boy you (laughs) (laughs) and Roxanne is super happy Uh, PJ and Pete are still camping and they see them on screen and Pete's like yeah. can't believe what's happening he spits out his and he spits drink. out yeah was that beer? it's a beer drinking it's out. a beer yeah. Yeah. and there's a lot of electronics <laughs> getting messed up in this scene because how are we spitting water on your tv though yeah I mean, beer. yeah beer. yeah I, I mean pete pete has photography money apparently <laughs> 
Kmart ain't Cost paying. Is no objects. Wait a minute. Wasn't he a car salesman though? On, yes, on a goose troop? troop. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know why they're both working at the uh, hmm. photo place. Just re- remember Maybe that. they were that's doing random. a gig economy before we it knew what could that was. Be. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's so true. Probably. I know the, the, the script went <laughs> under a bunch of revisions. Uh, one of the early drafts had different destinations for Goofy and Max to drive cross country and in- including getting to Hawaii and getting on a game show called America's Funniest Gladiators. I'm glad that that. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Well, they changed. So they changed a lot about the movie because originally this was literally supposed to be like called like a goof mm. retelling. So it was mm. going to be a movie version of the TV show. But after the, oh, what's the duck movie? The DuckTales TV DuckTales. show mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. that they turned into a movie earlier did not do well. They decided mm. to scrap it and then made a goofy movie. So I think mm. they tried to keep some things, but not everything, I suppose. Which, which here is my hot take. DuckTales Treasure of the Lost Lamp is mm. amazing. A very <laughs> fine piece of animation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, well, so I, I haven't think... seen it in forever, but yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's so definitely good. just a marketing issue. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. how that's what I think. Mm-hmm. So now we're back home. Car's falling apart, but Goofy is insistent that Max kind of come clean to Roxanne. So they're at Roxanne's house and Goofy tells her the truth. And she's kind of like, why would you lie to me? And he's like, I just wanted you to like me. And she's like, ever since I first heard you heard you laugh, I've liked you. And so she's liked him all along and it makes me Aww, so happy. It's so cute. Oh, I remember that in the theater too. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that like she loves the thing that he perceives as an insecurity yeah yeah I love that someone with buck teeth could find someone to love them because <laughs> I was very self-conscious about my front teeth growing up so Aww. I love that oh that's true that's beautiful I know she loved him for who he was or yeah. liked him at least for who he was the whole time yeah Mm-hmm. and they make plans are going to go on a date tomorrow because he was busy that night he was going to hang out with his dad he made so his dad he's... a priority he did i know that's lessons learned yeah lessons learned all around <laughs> yep so yep. proud of you maxine yeah maximilian <laughs> <laughs> and the last shot of the movie is the bumper falls off the car. Goofy's shoving it back on, and then the car has just had it, and it explodes. Just <laughs> Goofy into the air. You hear that classic Goofy, yell, and he kind of falls through like the porch roof of Roxanne's house. And Max, <laughs> Roxanne, I'd like you to meet my dad, Goofy. And so, and then, I love it. And that <laughs> is a Goofy movie. Yay! and credits <laughs> okay so let's go over some of just I, I don't think there's too many facts that we we forgot but there's some fun casting ones that we should catch on so Jackie obviously you were doing an amazing goofy impression they were going to change goofy's voice in this movie mm-hmm 
They and wanted, I, I remember it. that. Yeah, they were trying to, because he had a lot of dialogue and it was kind of the tone of the script. I don't know. They were trying to have him not sound like Goofy and just it be was, a regular man or something. It was know. Jeffrey Katzenberg again. He wanted Goofy's <laughs> classic drawl to be gone. And Bill Farmer didn't agree but he kept it quiet you know you're not going to tell the the chairman Mm -hmm. but ceo michael eisner and roy e disney um, nephew to walt they listened to the first few recordings and the next thing you know michael eisner was like yeah you get back on that bike and you bring us back goofy (laughs) you do it the right way yeah (laughs) yeah that's so i can't even imagine oh that would just feel so different and like for what I mean we know Goofy yeah just have him be Goofy could you imagine just all of us tiny tots sitting around be like who's that that's (laughs) I mean they call it him Goofy but that's not Goofy yeah that's Goofy I don't know that's that's an imposter yeah I think it I think it would have made the movie not do well at all like Mm -hmm. I think we would have definitely been upset yeah Mm -hmm. So A Goofy Movie was Jason Marsden's first voice role in a full-length film, and he has voiced Max Goof in all of the characters' appearances following A Goofy Movie, save for Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, where Max appears as a small child. Mm, nice. I just want at Disneyland and Disney World, the Max and the Goof that walk around and Goofy yes. They keep having Max in like Goof Troop Max outfit. You know, the the red and the purple or whatever. I'm yeah. like, just have him be Goofy Movie Max. Because I mean, I feel like Goofy Movie, we're all like up to date that that film is a yeah. huge film and that we hold in our hearts. And so I'm like, just have him have the red hoodie and the jeans or at least the power line get up. Yeah. You know? yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah just all around that's what I want <laughs> so another fact is that PJ's initials stand for Pete Jr. after Zach <laughs> a simple name for there. a simple man <laughs> but the there trauma sure. that name holds I mean, right if I were PJ I'd be changing my name immediately <laughs> yeah yeah definitely. <laughs> oh this one is interesting it's juicy so Bobby Brown was originally set to voice Caroline and had already recorded some of the songs for the character, but was fired due to substance abuse oh. issues. Some of the songs that Bobby did do for the movie were revamped and ended up on his Forever album. Really? I didn't know I'll that. Have to, I'll have to go take a peek. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder which songs. That's really interesting, huh? Yeah. The nuns <laughs> that frequently show up are inspired by the movie Sister Act and include caricatures of Whoopi Goldberg and Kathy Jimmy. Oh. Aww. Yeah, I remember the you see that you see them kind of everywhere mm-hmm. at that diner. They're sitting in the um, seats behind them, which is, in- I was like, oh. Once I read the fact and I watched, I was like, that's about right. That's about And then right. later, Jason and her would work together in a Hocus Pocus. Or no, yes. actually, no, that was before. That was 93. So yeah, they yes. had worked together in Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. I yeah, love that if, you, if you don't know that the voice of, of Max, the actor who is the voice of Max, is also the voice of Binks. Is that the, the cat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Binks. You got it. Focus. Yeah. Max's transformation into his dad during the opening nightmare sequence was inspired by an American werewolf in London. So, oh. kind of 
paid homage to that. Tell us about Kevin Campbell, Danielle. My my man. So Tevin Campbell only needed a couple takes to record the Powerline songs because you know what? When you are that bitch, mm-hmm. you don't need more than one or two takes. Yep. Unlike yeah. myself, who've had to say <laughs> like 10 freaking lines this episode alone. So Bill Farmer, who is the voice of Goofy, said he recorded the movie off and on for close to two years. Like we said earlier, it took a long time for this movie to wrap wow another interesting factoid (laughs) at one point steve martin was actually considered for the voice of goofy can you imagine why i feel like (laughs) farmer's always been goofy why change it they were doing a they were rolling a lot of dice out and they were yeah because they felt like this is a theatrical release so we gotta like get a game or something i don't that's so uh I love Steve Mm -hmm. Martin, but that, yeah, can he even do the voice of Goofy? I think it would have just been Steve Martin's voice, which would have been disappointing. The Powerline songs were recorded at Prince's studio in Paisley Park. Rosie Gaines, a member of Prince's group, has a solo in the song Eye to Eye, and the backup singers were the gospel singers, The Waters. Oh, Prince has his hands on so many things. We just are still learning. Didn't know that. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's get into our ratings. Yeah. You guys ready? Ready. Because this is going to be so hard. Mm -hmm. Maya, we'll start with Mm -hmm. you. I'm going to have to just see it through all the way. Fight again, man. I just feel like (laughs) forever and always, even as I watch it as an adult, I still think it holds up. I still think it's a great story. The voice acting, the music, everything. Yes. Again, again, and again, and again. <laughs> Jackie <laughs> would buy it again. I own it on iTunes, like most of my stuff. But I, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a great movie. It has a fantastic soundtrack. It just makes me happy. Yeah. I'm gonna stick beside him. I'm gonna stick beside him. That's my man. Uh, <laughs> definitely would buy again. And I, what I can say about this movie that really, it's funny as you get older how you look at things differently. Um, I know this is a father son movie, but it feels very much like a movie for my mom and I because. You know, I grew up with my mom being a single parent and we used to take road trips every year, not always driving. We would take an Amtrak to Atlanta, not Amtrak, Greyhound to Atlanta every year. (laughs) And let me tell you, nothing bonds you more than being on a Greyhound for hours. And so I feel like it was, it felt so real to the experience of when you're becoming a teenager and you just are trying to find yourself and find independence and you know for your parents it's very difficult you had this kid who just everything they depended on you and then now they don't need you as much it it can cause some friction and I just love that they were able to communicate and build a new relationship and I feel like my relationship with my mom has been very similar we're always Mm -hmm. evolving our relationship as we continue to change and so I think that's also another reason this movie just really hits home for me. It's so interesting you say that because, I mean, 
identical, same, same, because that was definitely me. And that's uh, why I really connected to the film. I, my mom was a single parent and I went to a Catholic private school. So everyone was a little uppity. And so my mom was kind of the eccentric one out of the group. <laughs> so um, not looking back, not at all, really. But at the time, as a kid, I felt, you know, kind of like Max, like, oh, God, mom, you're embarrassing me. Oh, God, right. mom, you're, you're doing that, you know, and looking back so silly. And now I just appreciate it so much more now. And, <laughs> and my friends at the time looking back, they're like, no, your mom was awesome. We loved going to your house. and Your mom was so cool and different and out there. And so, you know, and I always did relate you know, to Max in that way. And, and, and definitely, but my mom and I definitely over the years have bonded and had a stronger relationship. And I just, I love my mom so much. And so, and we actually watched a goofy movie for the first time together Aww. a couple years ago. Oh, I so love yeah, that. she had, she had never actually seen it with me, with me. So, so she, and she really loved it too. So that's, that's awesome. Nice. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Amaya, thank you again for joining us. We've had so much fun, especially since, you know, we love when people are really passionate about a movie that we're doing together. Why don't you tell everybody how they can find you on social for your lovely 90s content? Yes, thank you. Yes, you guys can find me on TikTok at Amaya Fleur uh, slash Fresh Nostalgia. That's also a possible <laughs> name that I'm throwing out there. But yes, yeah, so Amaya Flair. And uh, yeah, I'm not really on Instagram as much. So definitely just more so TikTok. Yeah. And, <laughs> and if you guys have any feedback on this episode, you have questions like, you know, I had a lot of questions this episode, then <laughs> definitely hit us up on our social handles at No More Late Fees on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, or YouTube. And you can also hit us up at our quick drop 909-601-6653-909-601 and MLF. You can also leave a voicemail on our anchor.fm account. We're happy to hear anything. Tell us what how, how your weekend went. Give us your best goofy scream impression <laughs> for Danielle to relive her worst video game nightmare. Just call in. We'd love to hear from you and you could be featured on a future episode. Except no damn pictures of critters. Don't think that shit is funny <laughs> coming in our inbox because you know I've got some real severe Maury Povich kind of fears. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Anywho, but if you love this podcast (laughs) and you think other people should love it too and listen, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and stay tuned for next week as we go on an adventure with Woody and Buzz for Toy Story. Love it. (laughs) Sounds so fun. And as always, be kind and rewind. Hello, kids of the 80s, 90s, and beyond. Radical Ryan Hunter here from the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. Join me along with everyone's favorite brother, David, and the movie geek, Rob, every Friday as we discuss everything from movies, TV, video games, music, action figures, and more. Every week's another adventure. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most podcasting platforms. Hope to see you there, radical ones.